G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. As I said, joined today over this next hour, Christian cultural commentator Bill Muhlenberg is joining us. Bill, a special welcome back to 2020. Many thanks, Neil. Always great to be with you. Hey, Bill, it's been a tough year, and I know it's been a tough year personally for you too, and I'm going to ask you to hold off on your personal rating for the year for now. But we want to get into a conversation today, remembering this past year. Uh, For you, big picture, any thoughts to start with? Well, let me uh, say there's a great benefit to having godly and wise wives. (laughs) Uh, My wife uh, just told me before we started, uh, she said, I know you're going to do great as you always do on your interviews, but try to be positive as well in light of the very (laughs) negative year we've had. And I thought, well, that was good advice, actually, because it'd be quite easy for me to you know, go through all the list of uh, pretty gloomy and doomy things. In fact, not just the last year, but of course, really, we're talking the last two years. It's kind of all blurred into one uh, the past 24 months. So uh, I thought it was good that my wife reminded me that, yes, there are positives and uh, course the really big picture is simply this if you're a christian uh you know that uh, god is still on the throne uh, he's still working out his purposes and as as dark as it may get in this world uh there's more going on than just what we see with the eye what we read in the newspapers so yeah that's the bigger picture that's the good news indeed it's looking kind of grim down here on planet earth but God is still uh, at work, he's still doing great things, and he's still achieving his purposes. Uh, Yes, we'll thank God for our wives and that gentle encouragement that says, keep it positive, Bill, because, (laughs) you know, Bill, you and I have been talking for many, many years now, regularly on a Friday, and uh, this year, perhaps... Uh, more gloomy in the topics that we've had to cover because these developments have been happening than in previous years. It's almost as though there's an acceleration of uh, the very, very big issues that are really uh, demanding Christian commentary. Uh, this is This has been a huge year like that. Yeah, well, certainly seems that way, uh, and it seems like it may be getting worse. Of course, partly this depends both on your eschatology and your knowledge of history. Um, some people believe this is, in fact, the end times, but mind you, I've just been reading again in the book of Revelation. Uh, the very opening words of that book uh, say these are the things that must soon take place. Well, unless I've missed something, we've had about a 2,000-year gap so far from when that was first written and today. So, in a sense, we've been living in the last days for the past two millennia. So, and again, the more you know about history and church history, there have been a whole bunch of very dark periods along the way. 
So perhaps for here in Australia, yeah, things have been pretty gloomy, uh, pretty dark, uh, perhaps more so than in our recent history. But uh, if you look at the world and uh, the whole big picture from time of Christ till today, there's been a lot of pretty, well, pretty horrible periods, some pretty gloomy periods, periods where it looked like, well, the faith was about to be stamped out altogether. So taking this longer-term perspective, you can say, well, yeah, things have been pretty bad the last year or two in Australia. But uh, all things considered, they've been worse, and they probably can get worse. And if the Lord should tarry, uh, they may get better again. So I guess that kind of perspective is always needed. Uh, We tend to focus on the immediate now and forget there has been a long past, and it's possible there may be a somewhat longish future as well. So we got to keep all that in mind. But yeah, short answer: it's, it's been a it's been a bad year in many respects. You know, can't help reflecting on what has happened in times past, and uh, there no doubt would be many historical elements to draw on. But uh, people who are Christians who see tough times as being the last days and the imminent return of Jesus, uh, separating themselves and becoming part of like a little holy enclave and uh, waiting until the storm passes, uh, sometimes giving up places of influence and not planning for the future. I imagine that uh, if you're going to make plans for the future, it includes looking in the rear vision mirror. Uh, to help orient your goals perhaps for a coming year. So if it has been a hard year, I imagine that recognising the hardships might help you plan for what might come next year. Any thoughts on on Christians and planning ahead and being prepared to roll up your sleeves? Well, yeah, the past is the best guide we have to the present and the future. Uh, And knowing, of course, Scripture all that together will help us to take the steps ahead. Mind you, some of it can be so difficult. Some people don't even know if tomorrow they're going to make it to see loved ones for Christmas, right? With uh, border closures and all the rest here in Australia still happening. We've got uh, WA once again locking things down. So people have been canceling their flights. Uh, just read today's papers about so many flights now being canceled because of this very thing. So some things are hard to plan. You can, can't even make uh, plans for the next few days or weeks with all the uh, uncertainty of our uh, politicians, our premiers, many of them absolutely happy to uh, shut things down, to close things down and leave people in the lurch. But uh, for the slightly bigger things, I suppose, uh, you know, Lord, do you want me to maybe plant a church next year or start a Sunday school or do some overseas missions? Well, again, uh, well, partly depending on travel restrictions, but um, a lot of that is dependent on, uh, well, what we've learned from the last 2,000 years. Again, many generations of Christians have 
thought it was the last days, the Lord's coming back at any moment, in which case, why bother? Why bother setting up a new church or this or that? But, uh, of course, uh, well, so far they've been wrong, <laughs> and the Lord hasn't as yet come back. So those who did step out in faith anyways to be overseas missionaries or to set up a Bible college or whatever the idea might be, uh, they were probably wise to go ahead. And again, we've got various scriptural and uh, historical things to count on. Jesus, of course, said, occupy till I come, keep busy with the work of the kingdom till he uh, returns. I think it was Martin Luther who said something about if I knew the Lord was coming back tomorrow, I'd plant an apple tree today. So this kind of idea that well, we just don't know for sure when he's coming, and even if he is coming very soon, well, we should keep going, keep doing the work of the kingdom, keep doing that which is right. Uh, sure, if I knew 100% tomorrow the Lord was coming back, I probably would stop ordering books from Amazon or something, because that would be a bit of a waste. <laughs> but uh, given that we can't uh, have certainty, Jesus said, no one knows the day or the hour. Uh, I think the wise course of events is to proceed as if, well, he might come, he might not. In the meantime, there's plenty of work to be done. And in the meantime, and we'll get on to some more of this, in the meantime, tomorrow is Christmas Day. We remember the incarnation of the Son of God. The Messiah arrived and brought that good news. We'll, we'll come back to that. Just reflecting on this past couple of years, Bill, and this year in particular, but this past couple of years since the start of COVID, and I remember conversations you and I had back at the beginning of the COVID crisis uh, where you were warning that there mm. are those who are in power who will be saying, never waste a good crisis. And we have been able to see, and we've actually had commentary on this through the year, under the cover of COVID, perhaps the biggest assault on Christian values we've ever seen in Australia. Thoughts, Bill, around the fact that there has been an assault on Christian values? It's happened undercover, and people have not stood up and said no to so many of the dreadful things we've seen. Yeah, well, Neil, we have indeed uh, spoken about this quite often in the last two years. Um, so those who have been regular listeners will be finding perhaps a bit of repetition here. Those who are maybe new today, uh, well, we can certainly do it for their sakes. But yeah, we've been uh, noting, well, almost from day one, uh, that uh, there is a real danger here. Uh, governments love an excuse to get more power, more control. So I think I wrote my first piece on the COVID virus. Back then we were calling it coronavirus, uh, probably in March, maybe even February of 2020. And then about my third piece or so, which may have been late March, early April, I actually wrote saying, uh, well, never let a good crisis go to waste. Governments love an emergency. They love a crisis because it gives them a chance to consolidate their own power, to really restrict the freedoms of the people. 
And uh, we just have to be careful. So little did I know back in March or April of 2020 that almost two years on, we'd still be going through this. We'd still be seeing, in fact, even more uh, severe lockdowns, restrictions, health mandates, uh, well, huge restrictions on freedom of travel, but for the Christian especially, restrictions on worship, church closures, uh, the inability to uh, even be open on a Sunday to have worship of the Lord. And then more recently, states demanding of churches, well, you have to segregate. You cannot let in the unvaxxed, the unjabbed. So uh, I think even I, back uh, 18, 20 months ago, probably couldn't have seen how far things would go, how bad it would get, where governments really did strip away basic human rights, basic human freedoms, all in the name of keeping us safe. Now, of course, the government has a role to play, as we said for two years now, in trying to keep the population safe but it can overstep its boundaries, it can go too far, it can often end up doing things that cause more harm than good. And we've been looking at this for two years now. We've been looking at, well, even the studies that have come out already saying the lockdowns have tended to cause more damage then uh, do good. And uh, health mandates, that's a scary idea. Flying in the face of every human rights charter and human rights declaration of the last 75 years, since simply since the end of the Second World War, all telling us the same thing. There should be no mandatory medicine, no coercion in health care, no forcible... Uh, medical treatments without the consent of the people. But we are seeing that stripped away, left, right, and center. Now, critics will say, oh, look, uh, you can still choose not to get the jab. Well, yeah, but if it means losing basically all your rights and privileges, not just travel, not just education, not just going into shops, but now many saying, well, People who are not vaccinated should not even be allowed to get basic health care. Uh, when you have all that thrown at you, losing your jobs, losing your ability to look after your family, well, guess what? That's not choice. That is not free will. That is coercion. That is manipulation. That is the government doing everything. Our human rights charters have said no civilized society should be doing. We should not be foisting this upon your common average citizen. They should have the right to choose what they do when it comes to having things injected in their own bodies. So, uh, okay. again, two years ago, we I don't think we, even we could imagine it would have gone this far. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Our talkback line is open right now, 1-800-316-316. How do you rate the year just gone? A good one for you. Uh, if there were tough things that you've been through, you might rate it a little more uh, more severely. 1-800-316-316. Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch is our guest. Bill, while there's callers calling through, Tomorrow's Christmas Day, and to, tomorrow we celebrate the incarnation, Jesus uh, born in Bethlehem. 
Christmas Eve today, Christmas Day tomorrow. Uh, how do you think we ought to be reflecting on that this year? Well, as always, it's uh, the highlight of the year. It's the good news of the year. It's what we all desperately needed. A world in darkness, a world falling apart, whether with COVID and government reactions or simply sin, selfishness, uh, delusion. I mean, this is the history of mankind. So the great news, the greatest news of all, of course, is that God has not forsaken us. He's not forgotten about us. In fact, so much in love with us has he been that he decided to become one of us. And, uh, you know, just thinking about that, that kind of condescension, uh, leaving the comforts of heaven to become not just a human, but at one point a baby, at one point, uh, uh, you know, uh, in the mother's womb, uh, talk about the God who created us all. Uh, really coming down to our level so that he could reach us, be one of us, and lead us out of our hopeless, helpless situation. Uh, that's something worth celebrating every year indeed. We're taking calls, 1-800-316-316. Let's hear from Tracy, who is in Dolby in Queensland. Hi, Tracy. Welcome. Hello, and uh, thanks for having me. Um, I just uh, love listening to you guys, but um, I mean, I think the last year is, I've been blessed. I mean, seriously, God has blessed me so much. I, he's bought me the most beautiful husband, and I'm just so blessed. And in amongst all the chaos, I mean, I'm unvaccinated, but to me, I'm, it's just God's word says it's coming, it's happening, he's in control, and I'm like, yeah, bring it on, it's a step closer. I, I'm very excited for what's going on, and... I can't wait to see what's going to happen in another few months, actually. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm glad you've called through, Tracy, because uh, you're saying, hey, uh, it's not all negative. There are so many things that God is doing that are good. And in amongst the hardships, uh, we can see some silver linings on some of those dark clouds. Uh, Bill, your thoughts for Tracy? Well, well done. I like that attitude. That's what we need. Uh, some of us are a bit more uh, melancholic than others. I guess me being one of them. So that's the attitude to have. Hey, it's been tough, but God is here. He's been with me every step of the way. He is in charge. We do need to keep that focus and that mindset. So well done, Tracy. Tracy, have you had a moment to think how you would rate your year on a scale 1 to 10? Well, um, in amongst all the good stuff and the bad stuff, um, I just have to say, look, it's a, it's a nine. I'm still blessed. God's on the throne. He's in control. And I've got total faith in him. And I'm not worried about what's coming. I, I really am not worried because I know um, he's there with me. So I've got no fear. I'm not worried at all, you know. You know, this is the sort of attitude that I think is born of the hope, the hope that comes from faith in Christ. Tracy, a special honour to you. Thank you for calling through with a, a, a 9 out of 10. Uh, our talkback line is open on 1-800-316-316. 1-800-316-316. How do you rate the year gone by? Hey, Bill, if we're reflecting on Christmas Day tomorrow, the incarnation, the birth of the baby Jesus, he was not born into good times. Those were mm. tough times in the first century. It's not as though, uh, you know, you'd be saying to Mary and Joseph, how do you rate the year? They'd had a pretty rough <laughs> trot, hadn't they? 
Yeah, well, that's right. Uh, again, we got to keep those kind of perspectives in mind as well. It's been tough often for God's people. In fact, uh, as I keep telling folks, if you read three and a half chapters a day of Scripture, you can start January 1 in Genesis, and by now you'll be in Revelation and just going through again the New Testament, all the times where, well, promises of suffering, promises of hardship. Uh, when Saul became Paul, when he was saved, that was the first thing basically God told him, all the things that he must suffer for his namesake. Uh, just about every, in fact, every chapter in James, every chapter in First Peter, they all talk about suffering and affliction, and yet they connect suffering with joy and say they really go together. And uh, we hear about if we suffer with him, we can also rejoice with him. So yeah, Mary and Joseph would have been through their own uh, sets of trials and difficulties, and it's always been that way. So keeping the focus, keeping the mind on Jesus, that uh, sure, in this world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So that, again, is part of the message of Christmas. We're taking calls. 1-800-316-316. Let's hear from Graham in Burnie in Tasmania. Hi, Graham. Welcome. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, look, you know, this, the Bible tells us exactly of these days. I know Revelation does in, uh, you know, a very short time, but... Uh, the situation is now, Matthew 24, times of Noah, so it shall be, people will be persecuted for my namesake, that is already on the way, the Pope's dumbing down Christianity or religion, we have the young Arabian prince himself uh, in Arabia, inviting different religions to build their churches or whatever in Arabia, in the time to come. They will make a, a, tra a treaty with Israel to uh, sacrifice on the Dome of the Rock. Or the, and this is what uh, Israel is already preparing for the Red Heifer to purify the Temple Mount. And uh, so to me, Christ, I can see him on the horizon from my point of view. And isn't that an amazing hope to have, knowing that uh, these things are predicted, are prophesied, and you refer to Matthew chapter 24, uh, but in all of that, the recognition that when hardship comes, our eye is on the horizon. That's one of those things that births that hope into our own hearts as well. Bill, your thoughts for Graham? Yeah, well, again, uh, both church history and scripture, uh, people have often been through hardcore suffering and persecution, and yeah, they did have that hope. Uh, whether they rightly or wrongly thought, ah, this must be the last days, this must be the end. Uh, the point is, they knew, according to the promises of Scripture, that, yeah, there is coming a time. And that's why Revelation is such a fantastic book. Uh, for me, at least, I think, well, God's enemies will finally be, uh, you know, punished and judged. It's not going to go on forever, whether it was a, a Hitler or a Stalin or a Mao who did such horrible things and maybe seem to have gotten away with it, uh, well, they're going to meet their judge one day. And uh, 
So for me, that's good news. Justice is coming. Uh, it looks in this life that you know a lot of injustice is taking place. But the good news, however, again, we look at the end times and eschatology, the good news is the judge is on the throne. Uh, a final judgment is promised. Uh, one day he comes again. Every tear will be wiped away from our eyes. So, yeah, in the midst of all this, good news indeed. Hey, Graham, before I let you go, did you have a moment to think how you rate the year? And it might be a personal rating, a scale of 1 to 10. What's your rating? Well, uh, because I'm in a Tasmania and we've had, had the jerking and uh, all the problems you've got, because I'm an old guy and I don't have to worry about earning the money. Uh, but uh, my, for me, it's been very, very good as far as the country moving around the country. We've got no problem. But now I've been doing a rating. We've had, I think, 26 one-day 52 the next day and uh, 79 COVID positives in Tasmania today. Uh, but for me, it's okay. The thing is that it's just that uh, it is a bit stressful uh, to you. You're worried about uh, passing COVID on to other people. I, I know a few people that haven't got their shots and, you yep. know, you're a bit worried about them. And Graham, yeah. Graham, give us a 1 to 10 number for your own uh, rating of 2021. Okay, on the spiritual terms of it, it's 95 for the spiritual terms, what I'm seeing going on in the world for the, for the benefit of the, the Christian that I have hope. Okay, right. Graham, thank you so much for your call. Our talkback line is open on 1-800-316-316. Let's take another call, an anonymous caller from Victoria. Hi, welcome along. Hello, are you with us? Uh, yes, I am. I'm yes. still on the line. Oh, good. Okay. What are your thoughts? Uh, a rating for the year or thoughts for our conversation? A rating for a year, I must say, um, in Victoria, you know, um, I think for what has been done and, you know, the people have had their own personal agendas or their own personal feelings as to why or why they shouldn't be having the vaccine. And that has helped, you know, the, the lockdown to an extent has helped, but then it has thrown out totally. Um, so I would give it a rating of about seven. Okay, a seven from you. Um, Bill, any thoughts? Uh, you're in Victoria as well, and there's probably a sentiment among Victorians that could be quite similar about how this year's gone. Yeah, well, that's right. Depending where you live, I suppose that will color your, uh, you know, where you're going to do the ratings. Uh, uh, being in the world's harshest and longest lockdown uh, place in the universe, <laughs> you know, Victoria really took the records for the last two years. So, again, looking from a purely uh, natural point of view, you, you, you give the year a, a minus five probably. But, again, if you're a Christian, you can uh, help see things from a different perspective. But certainly it's been tough. There's been, you know, the suicides, the uh, businesses that have gone bust, the livelihoods lost, the families busted. In fact, one thing I was going to say is usually uh, Christmas can be a time of loneliness for some people, but it's even more uh, compounded this year because I know of many, uh, 
you know, those who have not, for whatever reason, been uh, vaccinated, many of them are excluded from their own family Christmases this year. So uh, that makes it tough for many. So we, if nothing else, we're going to keep those in prayer. And I might say, if you know people like this who are going to have Christmas alone, well, if you're game, I'd, I'd say invite them over and share the joy with them. Visions 2020 with Neil Johnson. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch, our guest for an extended conversation today on our usual Friday updates and our talkback line open on 1-800-316-316 to join in our conversation, your rating on the year, a 1 to 10 rating. Might like to let us know, 1-800-316-316. Let's take another call before we move on in the conversation. Wendy is in Casino in New South Wales. Hi, Wendy. Welcome along. Thank you. Wendy, what's it been like for you this year and have you got a rating 1 to 10? Well, I'm going to give you the rating straight away. I actually live in Casino and we've been doing well to even notch up two cases in the whole of the time. So okay. We've been living in a little um, paradise bubble here. It's been just wonderful. So we're very, very blessed. So that's my rating. But I've also got a poem because I've looked at lots of... Um, things happening in this time because I'm a, I'm a little bit like um, Bill Muhlenberg where I'm an ex-prodigal like he is and he uh, came out of the new age and, uh, as well and um, I, have, um, I have lots of ideas and I've just written a poem well I've written several poems on the year but I've chosen one called Testing Time Testing to read Times, out okay let's, let's hear your poem Because it's really Wendy. testing isn't it, yeah Testing Time, okay it's testing time for the children of God we who are made from dust God has put his spirit in us. Who or what do we trust? Do we trust in the schemes of men who proudly roam the earth or believe the word of God and treasure our new birth? Who or what do we trust as the sun appears each day, as seeds grow into plants and we see the birds at play? For God is shaking the world right now. He's asking us to choose. Do we trust in his goodness? or those on the daily news. Job was tested and Peter too. They stumbled and they fell. But God reached down and rescued them from the gates of hell. Daniel and his friends were tested quite severely, but God was there to rescue them because he loved them dearly. Paul and Silas in the prison were given quite a shock when an angel came to them and opened every lock. As the shaking rumbles on, we need to look to God. For he's our righteous shepherd with his staff and his rod. He will not forsake us. He's faithful every day as we look to worship him, to trust him and obey. Wendy, that's wonderful. And uh, poetry, so powerful because poetry reflects our yeah. emotions in all of that. Bill Muhlenberg, your thoughts for Wendy and her poem. Well, great stuff. Uh, we need more of that, certainly at a time like this. In fact, this idea of a shaking, uh, again, just read that in Hebrews and other places in Scripture. Yeah. When God shakes, that which cannot be shaken will remain, but that which can be will, you know, fall by the wayside. So that's a good way to look at the 
the past year. It's a way that God is trying to get our attention, get us to focus on what really matters and seek to, uh, you know, build the house on the rock and not the sinking sand. So great stuff indeed. Wendy? Wendy, thank you so much for your call. 1-800-316-316 to join in our conversation. Let's take another call. Jeff is in Sydney. Hi, Jeff. Welcome. Hi. Jeff, what are your thoughts? My thoughts are Jesus coming back. Do you know when Paul II, uh, not Paul, Peter II, was uh, uh, my husband, uh, the devil stopped me from talking to him, but don't overlook the fact that a thousand years a day of our Lord it's one day in the life of the Lord. Which means the earth was made in 7,000 years. Uh, Jeff, the thought of a thousand uh, years uh, as a day to the Lord, uh, what I think I can hear you saying in that is that uh, there might be some hardships and trials, but uh, those to God are just a short time. And we ought to, and I'm just reading into something here, expecting a little bit of joy in the morning. Bill Muhlenberg, your thoughts for Jeff? Yeah, well, I just read that passage as well a few days ago, as I say, going through the Bible in a year. So read that in Peter. And, you know, that whole section is about uh, some question, where, where is the coming of the Lord? And, you know, he seems to be delaying. But as Peter says, this delay is, well, it means salvation. Uh, every day he doesn't come is another day where people can come to know the Lord. So that's another way of looking at this whole thing. It's uh, It's been a trying time, a, a sifting time, a time of shaking, but it's also a day of salvation, a day for people to turn to him. So that's a great passage to keep in mind during a time like this. Thank you so much, Jeff. Oh, Jeff, did I hear a uh, a number? What was your rating for your year? Oh, uh, well, God's with me every day. Huh? We talk every day. Now, when it's just the, uh, the uh, talking of times... Jeff, did you have a number, a number between 1 and 10? Is uh, a good year for you or not so good year? Fucking tremendous, man. Ten. A 10. All right, Jeff. Well, thank you so much for your call. 1-800-316-316. A rating of 1 to 10 for the year. Let's hear from Jason in Melbourne. Hello, Jason. Welcome. Hello. Hello, John. And also, Neil, how are you? Uh, very well. It's uh, Bill and uh, Neil here. But, Jason, uh, what's Bill. your rating for Bill. your year? Mine would be a 5, yes. A 5? And I will say... Um, um, when um, I realize a passage which says, um, um, which says in um, James, um, something about assessing your child's joy, that's to my life. This is my year under, assess your child's pure joy. Counting those trials as pure joy. Jason, thank you so much for calling through and recognising that and rating the year a five. Bill, a thought for Jason? 
Yes, well, we've been on the same theme here the last few minutes, haven't we? Uh, again, James, Peter, so many, well, Paul, all say the same thing regarding it as joy when you go through all kinds of trials and hardships. So uh, that's a good perspective we got to keep in mind because it's been a pretty trying year for many. So uh, to have that joy of the Lord makes all the difference. Jason, thank you so much for your call. 1-800-316-316. There's also those responses coming onto a Facebook post that we have up today and asking for a rating. Here's one Facebook and listener, Carolyn, who says, I rate a 10 because God fulfilled all my goals for 2021 in spite of what's happened in the world. I believe God is making us stronger than the evil that surrounds us as individuals and his church. The main thing is not to lose our joy and hope and faith in Jesus. Uh, Wonderful to hear from you, Carolyn. And then there's Simone, who is a doctor, who says, I rate it 10. I'm still alive, healthy, and God has been extremely faithful. To him be all the glory. Bill, a thought or two for uh, those sorts of comments? Well, we're getting a lot of positive remarks, which is quite good. Uh, and In fact, uh, if you had perhaps non-Christians tuning in and listening, they might be surprised. Wow, there's so many positive, upbeat, you know, 10 out of 10 types. That that Christian faith must make a difference, <laughs> yeah. and it certainly does. Uh, you know, again, without Christ, we, you know, we should all be zero or minus five for most folks, but uh, God does make the difference, and that's the good news. That's what Christmas is about, so it's worth uh, celebrating indeed. Let's take another call. Warren is in Logan in Queensland. Hi, Warren. Welcome. Good morning, guys. First time I've actually called you guys. Oh, well, okay. Well, uh, uh, glad to have you call in, Warren. What are your thoughts? Do you have a rating, first of first of all, a 1 to 10? How's your year been? A whole year, the rating. I put it down to about 7.5 to an 8. Okay. Mm. And, uh, and did you have an extra comment around uh, the conversation today as we're reflecting on 2021? Because this, this year was quite um, rewarding. Quite, I've had actually helped a lot of people in the past, in the past and things like that. I'm actually, I'm a chaplain, so I actually help a lot of people. Uh, but also, also on top of that, you hear all the tragic that's happened around families and things like that, and no matter what you do, you just can't help them, which is quite um, devastating. Warren, you do um, a unique thing as a chaplain because you are exposed to a lot of the hardships, a lot of the trials, a lot of the misery that goes on in communities that comes through in a school community. And just being there is a powerful thing. You be encouraged, uh, honour to you as a chaplain because sometimes you haven't got the answers, but just being there brings the presence of God into the trials and the circumstances of those students. That, that, that is correct, just being, being there. But sometimes you're not to see the reward at the end, but you know you can't. Because you, you know deep down your job is just being there and walking in, in, in God's presence. And sometimes you don't see the outcome um, until decades in the future or maybe not at all. 
You hope you'll get those good stories of resolution in the years to come. Warren, thank you so much for calling through and being part of our conversation today. 1-800-316-316. You might like to rate your year. Has it been a good one? Has it been a tough one? We're hearing some good reports. And, uh, of course, there are some difficulties. And uh, perhaps uh, it's good to be positive, even amongst the difficulties. Let's hear from Carol in WeWar in New South Wales. Hi, Carol. Hi, how are you? Good. Carol, how do you rate your year? Oh, a 10. It's not really affecting me. I'm in a little country town. We've had no COVID, nothing here. And I haven't been vaccinated. None of my family have. And I've got a rather big extended family now. And when people say to me, you could die if you get it, and I said, well, hallelujah, that means I'll be with the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that makes them stop and think. <laughs> you know, so many will be encouraged by that. Uh, others will have uh, criticism, as you know, and uh, this is the sort of things you no doubt glean as you go through these circumstances. Bill, your thoughts for Carol? Well, again, the Christian uh, perspective is markedly different than that of the world. Uh, we do believe there is a time for each of us. Uh, you know, it's not a pessimistic or a deterministic thing, but we do believe our days are numbered, that we're safe in God's hands until he does want to call us home. Sure, the Christian will take, you know, sensible steps to ensure that we don't, you know, not foolish about our health and so on, but I think it's good to have have that view that our times are in God's hands, and until he wants me to go home, uh, you know, I don't have to live in fear, as so many do. I don't have to live in panic. I can trust him, and yeah, when we do die one day, well, for the Christian, that actually is fantastic news. Great to be with the Lord. Carol, thank you so much for your call. 1-800-316-316. Still maybe time for another call or two. And uh, just to say, it's a faith step in this day and age. Whether you get the vaccine and are fearful of what sort of consequences that might have for health, or whether you say, I'm going to be happy to face getting COVID when it comes my way, and hearing from country towns where there's not been much COVID, but no matter which position you take, you are still needing to put your faith in God. Churches, too, are challenged, as we've already mentioned, about how they're going to be treating COVID when it comes to your town. And, Bill, I know that there's been times through the year where... I remember you saying at one stage uh, for churches, who do you trust, Pharaoh or do you trust God? And uh, using Moses as an analogy there for how churches need to approach uh, all of the challenges that are coming in the days ahead. Any thoughts? Yeah, well, as we said, there's a sifting taking place, a separation taking place, and I guess that's one way to kind of do it. Who's the real deal when it comes to churches, church leaders, Christians, Christian faith? Uh, are you going to live in fear and panic and exclude people based on their medical status? Or are you going to say, as Moses did to Pharaoh, let my people go. There's a, a greater calling I have. There's a greater one that I must submit to, and that is the God of the heavens, not the secular state. And sometimes the state gets it wrong. Sometimes the state pits us against God, and therefore, at that time, God must be the one we run with. So sometimes this is a good way to kind of separate the wheat from the goats, if you will, I think. 
Let's take one more call. Daryl is in Adelaide. Hi, Daryl. Hi, Neil. Daryl, what's your rating, first of all? Well, I think I rate this year as an eight. An eight. All right. Uh, so yeah. some good things have happened for you? Yes, yeah, some good things and some also some uh, trials. And we're going through a trial period at the moment. And uh, it's not uh, it's not an overbearing trial because you might have rated your year a little lower. But uh, but thank you for calling through, <laughs> yeah. Daryl. And uh, an eight out of ten from Daryl. We will have to put a line under those calls. Uh, we are about to end our conversation in just a few moments because it's going to be news time, and we're going to be talking about the James Webb Space Telescope after the news. Uh, Bill Muhlenberg, wonderful getting your insights today and extended conversation. Perhaps we should do this more often but uh, Bill Christmas Day tomorrow uh, 2022 ahead it's been a tough year for you Uh, you've suffered under the lockdowns Uh, you've had Facebook jail Uh, when we talk about persecution yes there is a certain in you might say a mild sense of persecution that you have personally suffered Uh, your rating for the year Bill well, again, it's uh, <laughs> if you just looked around you in the flesh, it'd be pretty low. But uh, again, I'm keeping my wife's words in mind, and uh, all the other callers, I think, I have to go with it as well. It's uh, it's always a ten year when you've got Christ with you. Uh, in fact, this year, uh, as we may have talked about, uh, I celebrated my fiftieth anniversary as a Christian. So when I reflect back on my non-Christian days, which were pretty dark, pretty bleak, pretty suicidal, well, you'd have to say every one of those last 50 years has been a 10 simply because, uh, well, it's the difference between night and day, knowing Christ, knowing you have eternal life with him, having fellowship with him and the saints. Uh, that's always got to be a 10. So sure, a lot of horrible things can happen. And I think if you would ask somebody like a Corey Ten Boom in, you know, 1944, 1945, how would you rate your year? I think she would probably say, give it a 10 as well. Despite all the horrible stuff, when you got God, you really can make it through and you can have optimism and joy. Well, Bill, our time has run out. It's been a very good year for the conversation that you and I have had each Friday. We'll expect those to continue into 2022. And I want to thank you and honour you for uh, your openness, your truthfulness, uh, your fearlessness in speaking as it, as it is, as you see it. And uh, I want to wish you and your wife, Avril, and your family uh, the happiest and holiest of Christmases. And thanks so much for a great year on 2020. Many thanks, Neil, and the same to you, and bless you and Vision Radio. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.